1: Lux present Hollywood. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Flakes, bring you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Betty Grable and Dan Daly in Mother War Tights. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley.
2: Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Of my many experiences in the theater, I shall never forget my infrequent appearances in vaudeville. Sandwiched, like as not, between a trained seal and a group of acrobats. And looking back, that so-called two-a-day vaudeville routine appears as something typically American, in its boisterous good humor, its colorful variety. Elements which account, I'm sure, for the success of 20th Century Fox's screen hit, Mother Wore Tights. We present it tonight with its original stars, Betty Grable and Dan Daly. Mother Wore Tights is the real-life story of two lovable troopers, with all the intimate trimmings that accompanied their backstage life. For no matter how successful you became in vaudeville, it was always a makeshift existence, living out of trunks, worrying over props and scenery, washing your costumes in your dressing room. And in the heyday of vaudeville, Lux Flakes was a part of almost every act and every actress's equipment, a blessed means of caring for more precious items of apparel. And I'm sure the same is true today. Actresses who travel and who must care for their own nice things are thankful, I'm certain, for the convenience and safety of Lux Flakes. Here's Act One of Mother Wore Tights, starring Betty Grable as Myrtle McKinley and Dan Daly as Frank Burt.
3: Mother.
4: My mother. There she is, sitting in the rocking chair on the front porch. That sweet, that gentle old lady, she's knitting. Knitting another sweater for father. Seeing her like this, who'd ever dream that mother ever behaved like, well, like this.
5: Put your arms around me, honey, hold me tight. Huddle up and cuddle up with all your
4: might. Oh, oh, I never knew any boy like Mother wore Mother wore tights when she sang that song on stage. Good heavens, Mother. How
3: could you? Daddy, dear, old Daddy. You've
4: been for. And there on the porch is Daddy. The cutest old darling in the world, asleep in his chair, his eyeglasses pushed up on his forehead, and the Sunday funny paper spread over his lap. Dad's the quiet. I just can't imagine him out there on the stage in those baggy pants and a putty nose and that song he used to sing.
6: I'm Burlington Bertie. I rise at 10.30 and saunter along like a top. I walk down the strand with my gloves on my hand and I walk down a guy with a ball. I'm all air from Take easy paces. Without food so long, I forgot where me face is. I'm Bert, Bert. I haven't a shirt, but my people are well off, you know. (laughs) Nearly everyone knows me. From Smith to Lord Roseberry, I'm Burlington, Bertie from Bell.
4: To really understand how Mother happened to wear tights, let's go back some 40 years to when Mother graduated from high school. The next afternoon, she and a couple of friends went downtown. But, girls, I don't want to be a telephone operator. I'd rather be dead. Why,
5: Bessie, Flemmerhammer. Well, I would. Well, anyhow, it beats what I'm going to be doing. Standing on my feet all day, selling underwear.
4: At least you'll be in college,
5: Myrtle. Business college. You know, girls, we're awfully early for my appointment at the telephone company. Well, let's just go window shopping. We, uh, could go to a matinee. A show? Oh, kid, why not? My cousin Bubba sells tickets at Waller's Opera House, and he said any time I wanted to go, he'd let me in for nothing. Oh, let, Bessie, let! And these are my girlfriends, Bubba, Myrtle McKinley, and Alice Spiegel.
3: How do you do? How do you do? And, well,
5: we thought—well, that is, you always said if I came over to the Opera House, Bubba, you'd let me in free. So I, I never
7: I... said anything about your whole school, did I? Oh,
5: please, please, Bubba.
7: Oh well, but if Mr. Waller ever catches me, if
8: Mr. Waller ever catches you doing what?
7: Oh no, no, no nothing, Mr. Waller.
8: And an out free tickets, huh?
7: Oh no, 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 Mr. Waller. They, uh, they just wanted to know if they could get jobs with the show in the, uh,
8: in the chorus. Oh, chorus, eh? All right, girls, follow me. We'll talk this over upstairs in my office. <gasps> oh. Well.
5: Oh, uh, we're we're coming, Mr. Waller. Hello.
8: Don't look too bad. Now let me see your legs. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> well, ain't you scared too?
5: N- no, sir. Uh my legs.
8: Hmm. Yeah, kinda nice. Mm hmm.
5: Oh. I uh I had the lead in our high school operetta. I I'm a dancer.
8: Oh, fine. Your folks know about this?
5: My parents are dead. I live with my grandma.
8: How much do you want a week, sister?
5: Would, uh, ten dollars be all right?
8: I was going to offer you fifteen, but just to teach you a lesson, ten bucks it is. Come on.
5: Oh. Oh, my.
4: Well, that's how Mother got Close, on stage. The headliner you. at Waller's Opera House was a good-looking, well, brash me. young fellow oh, named me. Frank Burke. Burk. Frank was a singing comedian take
6: December and smile at as a
4: amazing. comedian well today we've called Frank's act awfully corny those ridiculous costumes he wore and the laughs he'd get by falling in the bass drum or getting hit over the head but in those days he really killed the people he had a pretty good voice too make my
6: dreams and make my dreams come true oh, don't give me three guesses one will do Sell that you do, number, Frankie. Yeah, and what's wrong with my Burlington Birdie routine? Hey, girls. Any of you, uh, forgive the expression, Artists want to speak in part in my Paris blackout oh, next week? Yeah, yeah. I need a girl who speaks French.
5: French? What is it, a character plot? Go away, boy. Uh, I can speak a little French, Mr. Bird.
6: You can, huh? Say, you're the new kid, ain't you, sweetheart? All right, here. Let me hear you read this. Oh. Uh,
5: Boulez-vous, payer, large gent, au garçon?
6: Hey, that's swell. You'll do fine. We'll have a bite to eat after the show, huh? I'll run through the business, the business with you and we. That's right. By the way, what's your name?
5: Myrtle McKinley.
6: Anyone ever tell you you got the prettiest
7: eyes? Pe- yeah, we heard that approach.
6: Well, in your case, sweetheart, I'd really mean eyes. You ready for your next number. Come on, I you. Watch that back. Be at the stage you. entrance, Myrtle, right after the show.
4: Mother got her start in Frank Berth Vaudevillac. A couple of months later, the company chipped in to give Frank a birthday party. He had rushed out right after the show, and while we all waited for him to come back, Mother decided to do an imitation of Frank singing Burlington Birdie.
7: Why, say, it'd be wonderful. Now, quiet, quiet, everybody. Bert was going to hand you a laugh. Hey, uh, honey, here's this and cake. Go on, let's go. Quiet.
5: I'm Burlington Bertie. I rise at ten thirty and solder along like a dog. I walk down the Strand with my gloves on my hand, then I walk down again with them off. I'm all airs and graces, these pices, without food so long I forgot where my vice is. I'm Bert, Bert. I haven't a shirt. But my people are well off, you know. Nearly everyone knows me from Smith, to Lord Rosemary. I'm Burlington
4: Bertie from Bow.
9: Okay, right. children,
6: let her rip. You can start this shindig now.
7: Papa's back. Well, it's about time you showed up. And in case you forgot, this party's for you. Yeah.
1: Boy, did you miss something just now. <laughs>
6: kind of stealing my thunder, ain't you, honey? Well, anyway, folks, today's my birthday. You all showered me with lavish gifts of your esteem and gratitude. So what can I do but return the compliment? All right, Eddie, bring on a present. Well, oh, th- so that's where you've been, buying presents for us. So sure, why not? Here you are, Helen, this is for you. And that big box, that's for you, Mrs. Miller. And this is for you, Al. Can you beat it, Myrtle? Can't even let people give him a birthday
5: party without trying to top him. Oh, I think it's sweet. Hey, you're not
6: falling for that big show-off,
5: are you? Of course I'm not, but, well, he is kind of nice. Hey,
7: how about a song? Oh, let's have oh, a Look,
5: Myrtle, I've seen dozens of guys like Frank. Look at the way he throws his dough away. You'd think he was a millionaire. He says that's all part of the act that you've got to put on a front. Look, honey, you're just plain dumb if you let yourself fall for a hoofer. How are you, Sarah
6: Bernhardt? Still tossing that bustle into the third row?
5: I'm dying to laugh.
6: There's a present for you over there. Aren't you curious?
5: Remember what I said. Some
6: new red flannel, sweetheart. You can sew yourself in for the winter.
5: Are you mad at me, Frank?
6: Sure I'm mad. Well, who told you to do Burlington Birdie? That's my number.
5: I, I guess it was my own idea. Yeah,
6: well, you were great. When would you pick it up?
5: I've had to watch you for eight weeks, haven't I?
6: Yeah, and I've been watching you, too. You know something, Mert? You've got more talent in your little finger than all these crows put together.
5: That's very nice of you.
6: As a matter of fact, i got a funny notion we might do pretty good as a double. A double? Sure. You and me, together. A team.
5: You you really think I could? Hey,
6: we'd knock them cold.
5: Why, I, I just don't know what to say.
6: And don't say anything. Just keep it under your hat and leave it to me. We'll work something out together, see, and then spring it on the boss. Well, is it a deal?
9: it's a deal. Oh, my.
4: In a few weeks, Mother's name was on the posters in the lobby. Frank Burt, assisted by Myrtle McKinley. Though, of course, you had to look twice to find it. There was another man in the show who was very fond of Mama, Roy Bivens. Roy kept telling her she was crazy to let Frank get away with it, that she really made his act.
5: But that's not so, Roy. Frank's a star, and I'm nobody. Besides, it's his act, and it was his idea.
1: But you're established now, Myrtle. Here's your chance to go places. And I, I could help you, Myrtle.
4: But Mother kept shaking her head no, because as far as she was concerned, she'd already gone places. One night, she and Frank went to an Italian restaurant for supper. The bunch from the opera house were used to seeing Frank Burt walk in with a pretty girl, but somehow this was different. They were wise, even if he wasn't, that Mother'd set her heart not on seeing her name in lights, but on seeing just how soon she could bring Frank Burt around to popping that all-important question.
6: Ah, good evening, senor Bert. Uh, good, 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 good evening. You sit, please, please, to sit down. Yes, huh? uh, uh, g- 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 get me some... Butter, senor, some butter? Uh, no, what but I'd like is some... <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's just joking, Mr. Capucci. Spaghetti for two, please.
6: You all put some of that good old horse meat sauce on the Colonel. I think, senor, I
5: see. Oh, Frank, you're crazy.
6: That's what my father says. You know, my father, he is a Dutchman. Oh, how he hates the theater. Ah, what kind of a business is this? A dancer, a jigger? Hey, and speaking of jigging, kid, I've been working on a new routine. How about meet me in the theater in the morning?
5: Frank, I, I'm not sure I'm going to stay in the show. Roy Bivens is going into a new musical comedy, and he says he can get me a job.
6: Oh, he does, does he?
5: Of course, I don't want to quit, but... Well, I mean, just because you gave me my start is no reason why you have to stay shackled to me, as though we were shackled together, like people who are shackled.
6: Who said anything about being shackled? See, you're not falling for what a tenor tells you, are you?
5: I didn't say I was falling for it. I'm just thinking about it.
6: Well, of course, I'd hate to lose you.
5: You would? Sure.
6: It's no joke breaking in a new partner. Oh. Maybe you'd make a big name for yourself. Yeah. Maybe Roy Bivens is right. A the rat.
5: Then you think I should go?
6: You gotta think of yourself. But if anything goes wrong, you can always come back. Thanks. There's one thing I want to get clear, though. This business between you and Roy Bivens is all business, isn't it? No monkey business, no funny business. Just business, business? What's that to you? Mm, nothing. I was just thinking about you.
5: Thinking about me? Why, you never thought of anybody in your whole life except the great Frank Burke.
6: Now, what makes you say that?
5: What do you care about a partner anyway? Just somebody to dance with? I wasn't really going with Roy, but now I am. I'm sick of being taken for granted. Go on, get yourself a new partner. You can teach that new routine to her. What's
6: got into you?
5: Some sense at last, which is more than you'll ever have.
6: Now, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Put down that plate. Myrtle! (laughs) Myrtle!
4: mother went away with the new show, her own act, singing and dancing. Frank missed her all right, but he went right on alone, doing the same old numbers in the same old way, and and to the delight of the same old audience. Who
6: makes life (laughs) unnecessary? And who can take my dreams and make my dreams come true? Who? don't give me three guesses what will do.
4: Then one night, as Frank finished his act and did a cartwheel into the wings, as always, someone was waiting to see him. Hello, Frank. Myrtle.
6: Well, I thought you were in Los Angeles. What happened? Show fold-up?
5: Oh, the show's doing fine.
6: Your tenor didn't stop breathing down your neck, did he?
5: Not quite. But he asked me to marry him.
6: Bivens asked you to marry him?
5: Well, what's wrong with that? Some people do get married, you know.
6: Well, what did you say?
5: I told him I'd have to think it over. Oh. Frank. Yeah? You might as well know what really happened. Last week, the producer was watching me rehearse my dance. It has some of your steps in it. It has, huh? In fact, it's practically the same dance, except that I do it alone. The producer didn't like it.
6: Well, come on. Don't be ashamed. I want to know the worst.
5: Well... Roy said, wait till she really does it. Of course, this is just a rehearsal. Is that all? Is that all? Why, I wanted to go right to the floor. I was doing my very best, Frank. I was dancing the way I always did with you. I I don't know what was wrong.
6: I do. Look, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but when you dance with me, well, when we dance together...
5: Yes, Frank?
6: Well... When we dance together, it's just different. How different, Frank? Oh, I don't know. But we hit it off. Maybe we ought to stick together. You know, shackle. Marry. Frank! Well, it's an idea, isn't it? I'll work on it.
5: You'll... You'll work on
6: it? Yeah.
5: Oh, I knew I shouldn't have come back, humiliating myself.
6: Take it easy. Now I will I'll
5: show you. Let me out of here. I'll... You'll what? Help, help. Oh, come out, will you? Let me go.
6: If I'd have known you were going to act like, behave like... I never would have... I never would have proposed to you in the first place. Now give me a kiss. All right, I'll take one.
5: Frank Bert, you let me.
6: And another one.
5: Frank Bert, you...
6: And another one.
5: Mrs. Frank Bert. Uh, oh, my.
1: Two of Mother Wore Tights will continue in a moment.
2: Two of Mother Wore Tights, starring Betty Grable as Myrtle McKinley and Dan Daly as Frank Burke, with Vanessa Brown as Iris. <laughs>
4: They were married, Mother and Frank Bird. After the honeymoon, they went on the road with their new vaudeville act. Dear old two-a-day, town after town, month after month, show after show, but always giving the audience everything they had.
6: You know, the town of Kokomo will always be
5: geographically
6: indefinitely
5: <laughs> indubitably
6: In Indiana. Indiana.
4: The new act was going over so well, Dad says they might even have hit Broadway if suddenly Mother hadn't announced that she was going home to Grandma because of, well, I believe the term is an act of God. Mert.
6: Mert, you're kidding.
5: Oh, I am, am I? She you think this was the first time anybody ever had a baby?
6: Let's quit, Mert. We'll take a long vacation. No kid of mine is going to be born in front of a backdrop.
5: Darling, I'm not going to take just a vacation. I'm going to quit for good.
6: Why, Myrtle McKinley.
5: I want my baby to have a home and a mother to take care of him. Oh,
1: but Murray.
5: You can get a dozen partners as good as I am. Look, Frank, it's been wonderful together. But this is going to be even more wonderful. You be the papa. We'll let you work and make the money to send home. Oh, darling, this is what I've wanted all my life. And from now on, please, just let me be the mama.
6: Sure, honey. Just so you'll be happy. Gosh, Frank Burke Jr.
4: Yes, Frank, Jr. it was to have been, but under the circumstances, Mother thought that Iris would be a little more appropriate. Three years later, it was going to be Frank, Jr. for sure. But again, under the circumstances, Mother thought Miriam would be more suitable. They compromised in calling me Mikey. We lived in Chicago then, Grandma, Mother, Iris, and I, and in between seasons, Dad.
9: One day, I guess I was about four. Oh. It's a telegram, Myrtle. Why on earth did he ever invent these things, scaring the body half out of their wits? We'll open it. Open it. Oh, you Grandma, you open it. Glory be. The man's not dead. It's from Frank. Yes. Can't get a woman to replace Dolly. Make me an Albany tomorrow. We'll be at... But the children, I just can't pack up and leave. The children won't starve. Besides, the idea of a married man traveling all over the country with a woman named Dolly.
5: Grandma, she's just part of his act.
9: And you're his wife. And a wife places with her husband.
5: But I've given up the stage. I haven't sung a note in six years. And as for dancing... If your
9: dress is short enough, they'll never worry about your singing and dancing. Now get the move up.
4: Of course, the inevitable happened. Once Mother was back in the act again, she couldn't quit. It was in her blood. Meanwhile, we were growing up, Iris and I. I remember the December when I was ten years old. Mother and Dad were booked in Boston, and this was going to be our first Christmas apart.
9: What's wrong with you, Mikey, dear? Is it a cold you've got? No, Grandma. I just... Oh, there, there, child. I know. I know. But think of all the fun we'll be having at Christmas. Fun, Grandma?
5: Without Mother and Daddy? Oh, why did they have to take a booking for Christmas week?
9: Why, she asks. Do theaters close on Christmas? Ah, come now, girls. Just remember there's still Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Mm. We'll send him a letter. Who knows what the good man will do when the facts are set before him. Grandma, what do you mean? Never mind what I mean. Boston is it, there. House and House
5: Hotel. Boston. Of course it's from the children, Frank. The box says, do not open until Christmas.
6: Well, it'll be Christmas in an hour, and if you think I'm going to wait. Look. From Mikey. Merry Christmas to my father. Fine school these kids are going through. M-E-R-Y, Merry Christmas. Mert, it's a painting. Just what I needed. Frank. Yeah?
5: Listen. To my wonderful mother, there is no other like my mother. Her wine-tinted lips, her raven hair. Since when? Her beautiful arms. How I wish I was there. Oh, Frank.
6: Now, honey, remember what you promised me.
5: <laughs> I, I'm not crying. Who is it?
6: I'll go, Mert. Iris Mikey!
5: Mother, Daddy, <laughs> you, oh, oh, Mommy, oh, How did you get yeah, here? what happened? Look
6: at him, Mert. Just look at him.
5: It was all Grandma's idea. She made us write Santa clothes that we wanted most. I just can't believe you're really <laughs> here. Oh, Mother. What happened to your clothes? You look like you slept in them. We did. We were afraid to take them off. We were afraid we might not know when we got to Boston. Oh, Mother, our presents. You've opened them before Christmas. Oh, I know, dear, but, well, we couldn't wait.
6: It was my fault. I said, oh, no. Daddy. All our presents for you and Mikey, we sent them to Chicago.
5: Not, not even a Christmas tree for our children. We don't mind, Mother, honestly. All we want is to be with you. Frank, where are you going? It's it's almost
4: midnight. Everything will be closed.
6: I'm surprised at you. I'm Santa Claus. I use chimneys.
4: Poor Dad. He looked everywhere, but no presents. But he did come back with a Christmas tree. Yes, and I bet we had the most expensive Christmas tree in Boston. It cost $100, $50 to the people, and a $50 fine. Father had chopped it down on somebody's front lawn. Mother always had one weakness. She could never resist the travel folder. Every summer, she decided we needed a complete change of environment, and one year, she selected the most fashionable, and according to the travel folder, the gayest of all summer resorts, Berkshire Highlands. I remember how excited we were as we walked into the hotel lobby. Daddy doing that cute little jig of his.
6: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, I'm Frank Bird. I made, re- made reservations for four. Count them. You see? Four.
1: Oh, yes, Mr. Bird. Will you sign the register, please? What's the matter? Death in the family? <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. When do we view the remains?
3: <laughs>
2: Don't the guests ever do anything here or say anything? Well, our guests seem to like the lobby, sir. They sit in the rocking chairs and rock. Sometimes they say good morning. Well,
6: now that's right, broad minded
2: up, listeners. Boy, show the birds
6: to their room, please. Mirth. Hmm? Deadpan Alley.
5: Now, Frank, these places are always much livelier at night. Come along, children.
6: Here's the elevator, sir. Thank you, son. Uh,
7: oh, I'm terribly sorry. I must have tripped getting out of the elevator.
6: Well, don't break your neck, kids. You'll never get any laughs in this joint
4: in a sense mother was right it was gayer at night at night they turned on the lights. anyway we were sitting there in the lobby along with all the other guests
6: come on let's go over to the piano maybe we can liven this joint up a little
4: that's a very good idea mother everybody is looking
5: at us. since when did actors not want to be looked at
6: yeah <laughs> you're right kid and especially at these prices
5: How about Tra-La-La?
6: Good. Head up, Mert. Tra-La-La-La-La, what a merry world we live in. Tra-La-La-La-La, all of it is yours and mine. So wear a smile, sing a little while it's raining. And through the clouds, every little star will shine. Tra-La-La-La-La, what's a little bit of trouble? You live and learn, things are going to turn out fine. Just feel that way, and every little day will seem like spring. If you just sing tra-la, la la Come on, folks, let's have a little fun. All you have to know is tra-la-la-la-la. Okay, Myrtle, now everybody, tra la 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 the merry world we live in That's a spirit Sing it up tra All of it is yours and mine Let's hear the men's voices too but Daddy, so nobody nobody's singing Sing a little while it's raining And through the clouds Every little star will shine Come on, limber up tra la la What's a little bit of trouble Courage You live and learn Things are gonna turn out fine just feel that way, and, and every little day will, will seem like spring. If you just
3: sing, tra la 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 la.
6: Hmm. You know something, Myrtle? If anyone speaks to me while we're here, I'm going to keel over in a dead faint. What's the matter with these people?
5: Mikey let's go down and look at the uh, fish pond oh who cares about goldfish I'm gonna bounce my ball well no wonder look who's there who as if you didn't know it's that boy who fell out of the elevator oh that is Bob isn't it Uh, Mikey darling must you play with that absurd ball all the time Irish you deliberately knocked that ball out of my head quiet oh is this your ball Oh, thank you. It belongs to my little sister here. Thanks. You see, we have a silly old bet that she can't bounce it a hundred times without missing. Haven't we, darling? No. Now, Mikey, dear, you run along and play. You want to know something?
7: Me? Well, sure.
5: Iris loves to bounce it, too. (gasps) Oh, I'm so sorry, but you know how children are at that age. You, uh, you enjoying it here, Miss, uh... Bert. Iris Bert, oh yes. Well, father and mother were just remarking what a heavenly spot this is. Well, they even said, Miss Bert, what's
7: happened down there?
5: It's, oh, it's Mikey. It's my sister. She's hurt herself. Are you sure you're all right, Mikey? How do you feel, darling? Oh, I, I'm I'm fine now, Mother. What happened?
6: Apparently, you were climbing a tree, and you fell right in your head.
5: Did I get a laugh when I fell? You couldn't make this bunch of long-hairs laugh if you broke your neck. Frank, I've had all I can stand. Let's start packing. Oh, Mother. I'm not going to have our whole vacation ruined by staying here with these stick-in-the-muds. I know why Iris doesn't want to go. Her fella. You hush up, Mikey. What fella? Bob Clarkman, of course. Certainly, you've noticed her disgusting behavior. Oh, Mother, Bob's not at all like the others, Oh, really, he is? Well, I'm not staying here to find out. He, his mother and father are in Europe, and he had to come here with his old tutor, and I...
6: Come in. Mr. Bert. Oh, no.
5: <laughs> frank Bert, behave yourself.
6: Well, I told you, I'd faint if anybody here ever spoke to me. Uh,
2: Mr. and Mrs. Snyder and I, well, we just thought we'd inquire how your little girl is. That was quite a phone. Oh, yeah.
5: we were so frightened. Oh, Mike, he's fine, thank you.
2: Good, good. Looks like you're leaving, Mrs. Burt, packing your bag.
5: I'll say we are.
2: Oh, we were so in hopes you'd stay and help give this place a little life.
5: Yeah, we see you the other night in the lobby. The piano and the singing.
2: You see, the folks here, well, we've all been coming here so long and doing nothing. I guess we've just sort of... Dried up.
5: Oh mother, please let's stay. Yeah, Mrs. Burt. we all had such good times together. You help us singing yeah? and dancing.
6: Well, what do you say, Mert? We've played to tougher audiences than this and never walked out on them.
5: Well, kiss. Oh we yes. Can. I guess we stay. Oh, well,
2: will return with Act 3 of Mother War Tights in a moment. Thank you for coming tonight, Colleen Townsend. Back
1: now to our producer, William
2: Keeley. Act 3 of Mother War Tights, starring Betty Grable as Myrtle and Dan Daly as Frank, with Vanessa Brown as Iris. <laughs>
4: We stayed a whole month at Berkshire Highlands, and with Father and Mother taking over, everybody had a wonderful time. Mother's faith in her travel folders was triumphantly restored, and even Father admitted it was the gayest of all summer resorts. Iris spent most of her time with that rich Clarkman boy. The night before we left, I overheard Mother and Father in the next room.
5: Frank. Frank, you still awake, dear? Frank, I've been thinking about Iris, about her future.
6: What creature?
5: Oh, about the kind of people she goes with. Things like that.
6: What's wrong with the people she's been going with?
5: Oh, nothing except, well, I was wondering if maybe we haven't been a little selfish.
6: (laughs) Us? Selfish?
5: Making the children lead our kind of life.
6: What do they want now? The trouble with those kids is they've got too much.
5: Are you trying to say our girls are spoiled?
6: You mean you didn't know?
5: Frank! Word of all the sweet and normal, unspoiled children.
6: Okay, skip it.
5: Now, for one thing, there's school.
6: They go to school.
5: I was thinking that maybe a boarding school. And after that, college.
6: If that Mikey makes college, I'll eat my sombrero.
5: The stage is all right for us. We love it. But they're entitled to meet nice young girls and boys their own age who are interested in other things like, well, books and and things like that.
6: All right. We'll give them a book. Two books, one for each.
5: Oh, Frank, you're just being stubborn. Iris is growing up. She's beginning to think about boys.
6: Are you talking about that wobbly-legged goop that looks like he's going to break into a run every time you look at him?
5: He's not a goop. Bob's a wonderful boy. I'll
6: bet if I said boo to him, he just...
5: Don't you dare!
6: Would you you mind telling me what we're fighting about?
5: I'll go to sleep, darling. We'll talk about it when we get home.
1: Okay.
4: They did talk it over, and, as usual, Mother allowed Dad to convince her that she'd been right all along. The following September, our hearts in our throats, they enrolled Iris and me in Miss Ridgeway's exclusive boarding school for young ladies.
5: And just remember, darlings, we'll be back to visit the first chance we
6: get. You're darn tooting.
5: Now, don't forget about hanging up your clothes. And be good girls. We will, Mother.
6: And bear down on your algebra. After all, look how well I speak it.
5: Goodbye, Daddy.
6: Goodbye, honey.
4: Goodbye, Goodbye, Mommy.
3: Uh, Goodbye.
4: When Easter vacation came, Iris and I took the train. I was to join Mother and Father in Pittsburgh, and Iris had come later. She and some other girls from school and Bob Clarkman and some other boys from college were all going to Westchester. The Clarkmans were giving a weekend house party, and naturally, Bob invited Iris. After a couple of hours on the train, Bob produced a guitar.
7: All right, Iris, you're the singer in our midst. How about a song?
3: Well, how about swinging Down the Lane? Oh, What's wonderful. Go ahead,
7: Iris.
5: Everybody hand in hand, swingin' down the lane.
7: Everybody feelin' grand, swinging down the lane.
4: Then about 10, uh, a man and a woman came through the car. They were theatrical people, all right, and maybe they'd had a little too much to drink. Anyway, when they heard the singing, they joined right in.
3: A man so blue, over in like we used to do
7: when moon is
5: something, kids? Swinging down the lane happens to be one of our numbers.
7: <laughs> That's right. We've been eating off it for two years. Yeah?
5: <laughs> I hope my voice didn't throw you. I'm one of those I don't care singers. All hits and who cares about the voice.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you believe it, folks. Why, Lil here had one of the sweetest hog-calling voices in Missouri before I roped her and put shoes on her. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, Ed, you fall? Yeah. Oh, say, kid, you can stay. I
7: care.
5: No, no, I can't really. The heck you can. Well,
7: kids, we certainly like to stay, but we got to get off the next time. Yeah,
5: you know how these trains are. They don't stop in these hick towns long enough to let you get your breath. Especially in these courses.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so long, everybody. Well, so long, everybody, and don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> I oh. boy.
8: boy, were they ham.
5: What? imagine barging in on us like that. Did you ever hear such a laugh in your life? And that makeup. Why do all actors have to be such show-offs? I don't know, but they all are.
4: I saw the look that came over Iris's face. A look that said, not that Mother and Dad were like that couple, but They were actors and not the kind of people you talked about when you were with girls from Miss Ridgway School and boys from Harvard. Some months later, Iris and I had an
1: unexpected telegram.
4: Well, go on, Iris. Finish reading it. We've been keeping it a great secret, but
5: now you can know. Dad and I have arranged a booking in the very town where your school is. Mikey, they're going to play here. Oh, boy, that's wonderful. Oh, but they can't, Mikey. They must. Iris. You. You're ashamed for them to come. I'm not! That's not it at all. It's. It's just that. Oh, why do they have to come and spoil everything? You are ashamed. Ashamed of Mother and Dad. Oh, I. What are you doing here? Your telegram said... Next week, I know. But Mikey wired us that you weren't feeling well. Daddy comes too? Yes. He'll be in to visit later. It's... It's nothing, Mother. I... I just don't feel well. Iris, I know what it is. (gasps) Mikey did it. Mikey told you. Mikey loves you, dear. She only did what she thought best. Oh, I wish I'd never come here. But you've loved it, I hate it. You think your friends will stop liking you because your mother and father are on the stage? Oh, Mother, it's not that. It's not you and Daddy. You're the sweetest people in the whole world. But people on the stage are not as refined as your friends. Is that it? I wish you could see some of their homes and and how their mothers and fathers like Bob's mother and father. Oh, they're so nice, Mother. and They want me to visit them again. Oh, Mother, you... You don't hate me, do you? Oh, of course not, darling. You know I love you and Daddy. Yes, I know you do. Don't worry, dear. We'll figure it out some way. Now, get dressed. You don't want Daddy to see you looking like a ghost to you.
6: Sure it's all right if we take the kids out for dinner, Miss Ridgway.
5: Of course. I left word for Iris to meet you here in my office. About this other matter, though. Iris is just mixed up, Miss Ridgway. I'm sure lots of other girls go through a phase like this.
6: I'll say she's mixed up.
5: Frank, please.
9: I'm grateful to you, Mrs. Burt, for telling me about this. I know what it must have meant to you. How simple it would have been for you and your husband just to have canceled your engagement here in town.
5: Then you'll help us.
6: I think we can stretch our rules to cover it. Thank you. Okay, but if you want my advice...
5: Yes? (laughs) May I come in, Miss Ridgway? Oh, Iris, come in. Hello, Daddy.
9: Hello, Iris. You feeling better now?
6: Yes, I
5: think
9: so. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I know how terribly disappointed you'd be not to be able to go
5: to the theater on Friday to see your mother's and father's performance. Isn't it nice of Miss Ridgeway, dear? She's going to let you bring your whole class to see us. Oh. Oh, Mother, how could you? <laughs>
4: They were all there that Friday, Miss Ridgway, Iris, and the girls in her class. Mother and Dad did their usual act, no changes. They were Bert and McKinley, and this was it. Father did Burlington Birdie and fell in the drum, and Mother did her dance routines. And then they went into their finale. Wish I were back again with all the sweet and simple folks. I call my kin
5: in... Kokomo, Indiana.
6: Well, if it isn't Pop and I am mom, you always had the cutest grin in Kokomo, Indiana.
5: Just look at Rover wag his tail. Gosh, he remembers me.
6: And get a load of Sister Grace. You can't
5: see the freckle for the jam on her face.
6: How would you like to go and see that old bashful bow you used to know in Kokomo, Indiana?
5: Wouldn't you just as soon go out and spoon beneath the Hoosier moon? Oh, what a moon. For all
6: of the many reasons that I've mentioned heretofore,
5: My heart will always be in Kokomo.
6: And,
1: of course, you,
6: you know. know.
5: The town of
6: Kokomo will always be
5: geographically,
6: indefinitely,
5: indubitably,
6: in Indiana. Indiana. What do you think, Mert?
5: I don't know. The the rest of the audience seemed to like
6: it. Come on, let's take a bow
9: grand, Oh, yes. You must be very proud of them, Iris. I... I am. The whole class
4: thought mother and father were just as wonderful as I knew they were. And they told Iris so. But I was never sure of just what Iris's feelings were until June came and Iris was up on the stage along with the other graduates. Bob Clarkman was in the audience, and of course, Mother and Dad bursting with pride, when Miss Ridgeway... And now it gives me great pleasure to present the highest honor student at our school of music, Miss Iris
5: Burke. Look at Bob, Mother. He shouldn't applaud so loudly, should he? I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of that young, young man from now on.
6: He hasn't said anything yet, has
5: he? Does he have to? I suppose I really ought to do a school song, but please, with your permission, I'd like to sing a song, especially for my mother and father. Mark? A song they introduced in vaudeville many years ago.
6: Hey, what's the matter with you? I,
5: I can't help it. I'm so happy.
4: And Iris was a star. She still is. Though, of course, in private life, she's Mrs. Robert Clarkman. But I'm sure you suspected that all along. As for me, well, I didn't take to the stage. I've been too busy at home, that, and taking the children out to see their grandparents every Sunday. They're on the front porch now, as usual. Mother knitting. Daddy sound asleep with the funny papers in his lap. Frank.
6: Frank. Mm Hmm? Better clean up,
5: dear. The family will be out soon. Oh, yeah. yeah.
6: Where are my glasses?
5: On your forehead, as usual.
6: (laughs) Where's my pipe?
5: Where you put it. Anything else? Yep. What?
6: Kiss. Well,
5: what do you know?
1: Our cast tonight were June Whitley as the narrator, and Ann Carter, Gwen Delano, Bill Johnstone, Kay Christopher, Julie Bennett, Gil Stratton Jr., Clark Gordon, George Neese, Lois Corbett, Norman Field, June Foray, Eddie Marr, Joe Forte, and William Roy. Our music was directed by Louis Silvers. This program is rebroadcast to our men and women overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. And this is your announcer, John Milton Kennedy, reminding you to join us again next Monday night to hear Lady in the Lake with Robert Montgomery and Audrey Totter. Pepsodent won by 3 to 1. Yes, in a recent survey, families throughout America compared new Pepsodent toothpaste with the brands they'd been using at home. By an overwhelming average of 3 to 1, they preferred new Pepsodent with Irium over any other brand they tried. They said new Pepsodent toothpaste tastes better, makes breath cleaner, makes teeth brighter. Yes, with families who made comparison tests. Pepsodent won by three to one. Be sure to listen next Monday night to the Lux Radio Theater presentation of Lady in the Lake with Robert Montgomery and Audrey Totter. Stay tuned for my friend Irma, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Saving money on your outdoor project.